This episode is brought to you by The One Summit, two days that would change your life forever. For tickets, go to thewellnesssummit.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Christoph, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damien Christoph, and Brett Hill's not here. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicating bringing wellness into our lives. And we got a special episode today, and uh, we had to make this show um, at this time without Brett Hill because we got a special guest. Lastminute.com, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. was. He's back back in the cave. He's gone running. I think he's sending (laughs) smoke signals. No, Brett, I couldn't make it, unfortunately, because it was so important for us to get this message out. And I'm so excited by it, I'll tell you. I've got to tell you, I'm pumped. Um, I'm really excited for a number of reasons. One, obviously, you know my passion with food, and I've worked with obesity for years and years and years, and I just love to see great messages get out into the marketplace. Two very close friends of mine who are in the wellness industry, Kate and Ant, have actually built a movie – uh, it's like a documentary style movie all about a boy's journey through um, ill health into health and we're interviewing Kate and Anthony today um, about a, a, an amazing movie that's coming out called Overfed and Undernourished and, and I've known Kate and Anthony for years. I lived with Kate's sister for what four or five years while I was studying chiropractic and it's just a, a pleasure to welcome you guys to the wellness, to the wellness guys. So hi Kate, hi Ant. Hello. Hey, hey guys, it's such a such an honour to be here with you guys. Love the message you put out and um, rallying all the troops. So yeah, great to be here. Now, guys, you um you've been in the wellness industry for years now. Obviously, as chiropractors, but then you you built a wellness practice probably when wellness wasn't that trendy, when everyone wasn't doing wellness. And you guys, being visionaries, saw that there was a need for colonic irrigation, eating clean food, and you're living chemical free. You live up on you know the sunny parts of the eastern seaboard of Australia, up in Queensland, and um and and you've been living that lifestyle. What inspired you guys to live that kind of wellness lifestyle? Uh, I I nearly died of meningococcal, so health was not high on the priorities for my family. Um, I was always fit, but um, yeah, woke up one day with a normal headache because <laughs> it was just Panadol's pretty much a part of my life. But um, this headache started to grow, and it was a little different than usual. Uh, and anyway, I ended up virtually rolling on the floor, kind of almost pulling my hair out with the intensity. So after Mum had kind of filled the cupboard of drugs into me uh, and it didn't dent it off I go to the hospital and um, they were great I've really got to say there's a place for crisis care because uh, it saved my life but after that you know I've got this headache still I've had lumbar punctures and I laid flat on my back for a week so I thought you know what I'm going to go to the chiropractor for my back pain so I go in and there's nanas high-fiving each other and little kids running around and I was like well this is not what I thought it was going to be and it was uh, Dr. Aaron Shalepi. So he, he really took me under his wing. At the time, I was studying um, exercise science, so major in exercise physiology. So I loved fitness. I loved sport. Just didn't have the uh, comparison of health and fitness. So uh, I was dating young Katie here. And, uh, well, she can tell her story in a second. But basically, I started care. The headaches went away. You know, sinus problems went away. Allergies went away. And it, it really transformed my life. And so, um, yeah, finished that degree, but then went on to study chiropractic, but really got involved, I guess, um, with Anthony Robbins 
And uh, Katie really got involved there with running his detox programs. But uh, I'll let Kate tell her story because she was sitting there with me the first time she saw my x-rays. And you said? I said, well, I I think for me with with my own health journey, I wasn't a, a healthy little one either. I had asthma and all sorts of things going on and I knew that there was something more to it. Um, so I guess to fast forward to the point where we are now with our chiropractic and wellness centers that we have, um, one of the missing links that we felt we, we saw was that people might be doing one little piece where they're trying to go and exercise or they might be trying to change their eating or they might be going to the chiropractor, which is wonderful. But if we don't look at health as a complete picture, then we can be missing things. And that's why we're so passionate about you know getting this message out there. Guys, I haven't seen the movie yet because uh, you guys haven't brought it to Perth yet, of course, but uh, I'm sure you eventually get here. But the main thing is that I've heard this um, from a lot of different people, how amazing this movie is. And, and just watching the trailer, how did you guys go from you know, chiropractors, wellness experts to Hollywood producers of this film. That's <laughs> what you asked for. We, um, we've really been passionate about taking this to the, to the masses, you know. And um, anyway, my brother, he was uh, a soldier. Uh, he and his partner had four children. And so he was back and forth from Iraq. You know, she was doing her best to raise the kiddies and um, – unfortunately had a, a brain tumor and uh, she passed. And so my brother ends up, you know, back in Brisbane playing Mr. Mum to four kids. Um, and, you know, it, it's tough enough parenting as it is, let alone that scenario. So he was doing his best but really having a tough time of it. And he called me up one day and he said, you know, bro, I've hardly walked down the stairs. I, my knees are all arthritic and I'm waking up with this acid taste in my mouth. And, you know, he's early 40s. And he said, like, is there a retreat you, you would send me to? And I said, yeah, just come live with us. So he came down and he was with us for 10 days. And so we, we detoxed his body and his mind. And at the end of the, the 10 days, he just looked a million bucks. And then it was time for the kiddies to come down and pick him up. And he pulled me aside and said, you know, Liam, he's, what are we going to do with him? I said, why? What's up? We hadn't seen him for a little while. And he said, he's, he's over 80 kilos. I was like, no, he's not. And he turned up and it was a little bit of that kind of jaw hit the ground moment. So uh, I said to him, look, just you've been through it now with us. You, you can do that. And he said, mate, I'm, I've got to just pay the bills and I've got to run the other kids. And it's just, you know, I'm not in a position to do that. So I overheard Liam um, and my eldest boy, Xavier, he's six, saying, oh, I love you, oh, I love you too, and oh, you're my favourite cousin, oh, I wish I could live here. And that's what sparked it. And I said, you know what, we, we could do this. He could move down here, he could move schools. You know, we've been in this industry helping all these other people. We don't want to turn a blind eye to our own family. That's such an awesome story. I love that. It's heartwarming, isn't it? I've actually I've got friends who have done the same thing in New Zealand, actually taken family in and changed their life around and turned it upside down, and it's been a massive result. But, guys, there's people listening right now, thousands, tens of thousands of people listening right now going, hang on a second, what's this movie all about? So can you just tell us what this movie is all about? So we, um, we thought it was a great opportunity to follow his story, and just to see by living some really basic principles uh, day to day, how that makes a massive difference over the course of a lifetime. <clears throat> and so I thought, well, let's capture that. Um, so the movie, is, it's this story of Liam. It's uh, about 100 days that he lives with us. 
And uh, so I called up uh, a good buddy of mine, uh, Troy Jones from Evolve, and he's done these kind of projects before. And uh, he didn't even think about it. He said, yep, we're in. So literally the next day, Liam moved in, uh, camera crews are in our house. Uh, at that point, we're going, oh, my gosh, what have we done? <laughs> and uh, Sounds like Lawrence's house every day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so we just, it kind of was really organic. Then we thought, you know what, it'd be great to get some commentary of different experts uh, and we're just brainstorming. And then we thought, oh, Joe Cross, he'd done Fat Sick and Nelly Dead. Lo and behold, he's flying in two days later to the Gold Coast. Wow. So, you know, someone knows yes, someone. That. Next thing, we're speaking to him. Next thing, Liam's sitting in front of him and um, getting these great health tips from a guy who's been through it, you know, and just a, not from a health professional's point of view, just stuff that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. And then, uh, you know, we developed a, a good relationship with uh, Dr. John Martini, so we were able to spend time with him, Don Tolman. Everyone's favourite, isn't he, John? Everyone loves him to bits. And he was just so gracious and generous with his time, you know, that he spent with Liam and the interviewing. So that was really pivotal. So as it's evolving, we're kind of like, okay, we've got all this great footage, but what do we really want to get across? Yeah. And so it was just the basics, you know, um, reconnecting to the earth, you know, instead of getting stuff out of a packet, you know, nice. get it from that's not processed. Yes. <clears throat> um, drinking more water, uh, moving our body, not, not for exercise sake, but just, you know, putting down the device, whether it's the phone or the Xbox or whatever it is, yeah. and, and moving the body, hmm. um, creating an attitude of gratitude. So just that principle of every night family sits down and we go around the table and say, well, what are you grateful for? Mm. Um, really simple thing easy to do easy not to do but you know you transition that over the course of months and years and 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 decades it has a really big impact well it's pretty powerful stuff guys i mean i'd love to hear you know i don't want to give away the movie or anything so so obviously want people to watch it because it's it's just an amazing story but you know kate can you tell us about you know liam when he first started what was his mindset like was he a willing participant did he want to do this or was he a bit challenged at the beginning uh, to start with, he was really excited. Uh, I think firstly with the change and moving in with us, uh, then it got real <laughs> and we definitely hit some speed bumps along the way. So there were times where he was excited and enthusiastic and there were other times where he just hated us, <laughs> which I think is typical for any teenager anyway. But going through what he did, um, it, you know, he really had a lot of highs and a lot of lows and and the film certainly highlights all of that. It's a, it's a very real um, picture of what happened. So I think for any parents out there that can watch it and, you know, probably nod their heads and go, yep, been there, been there um, as well, which is great. And I think the his energy and enthusiasm just continued to increase and you, you see it um, snap, like snapping along, you'll see this difference in his emotions and his enthusiasm for everything he's doing. So to actually kind of watch it in the span of an hour and a half and, and see the transformation is, is really quite special. Kate, um, Kate and Anne, I, it was funny the other day we were talking about all the books that we're reading, you know, so Lawrence lists off a bunch of books, um, Brett lists off a bunch of books, I list off a bunch of books, and one of the books that I was reading was, um, was uh, written by Arne Rubenstein. 
and uh, and I was talking about this book and how it you know spoke about raising teenagers and, and I loved it. I loved the book, and then I saw that Arne is actually part of your movie. How important was it to have someone like Arne help with mindset, um, with you know trying to piece together the journey of a teenage boy having a massive life event? Um, was that very important, or was this something that was kind of uh, you know a thought that you did later on? Or was it, did you find it pivotal? Uh, I think Dr. Anna and his teachings is just really amazing. We have two young boys ourselves, so I think, um, you know, the book, the, the Making of Men, is just a brilliant read for any parent out there as a start. But looking at the emotional component of what was going on with Liam and I think what happens with any um, child growing up, there's it's such an important um thing to consider it's not just about you know food and moving your body it, there, for lean there it was a massive component and so i think you know dr anna brings a, a lot of those lessons through the story and and what's great is parents can really take a lot from that that's one of the big things that we've been getting feedback wise from people who've seen the film already is around that emotional component and and really understanding what it is that your child needs emotionally through different stages of their development yeah gotcha yeah so guys i mean as parents i mean both of your parents as well what did you learn through this whole process i mean over those hundred days as from your perspective what did you guys take away from we have a a six a four and a two-year-old so uh, to have an 11 year old in the house was certainly a different dynamic so it gave us a sneak preview of uh moving into um those pre-teen and teen years uh something that really it's highlighted in the film um, and, and Demartini speaks strongly of this is uh, communicating in the other person's values. So here we are, um, and it felt like probably halfway in, we were really projecting our values onto him, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't gelling. You know, we we love to get out and run by the beach, and we're doing all this activity outdoors. But when we actually sat down and, and spoke to him, he's like, "Oh, I like computers, and so I like treadmills. I like." You know, exercise bikes and in my head I'm going that's just wrong you know so anyway we we kind of reassessed everything and went oh how do we make this it was just looking like we were pushing <clears throat> and we wanted to make the changes sustainable yeah and so we really drew back on this and went and sat down with him and said well what what's important to you what do you value and it was video games it was minecraft and things like that so anyway we we got a treadmill in you know, and so he would do his exercise on that and he enjoyed that because he got to see the numbers and he could see how far he went and calories and all this stuff that we weren't particularly concerned about. And then um, in the game Minecraft, they've got these hunger bars and hearts and it's really well set up because if you don't collect the right food, you don't get energy and you can't fulfill your mission. So we started talking about that and relaying, you know, that's just like real life. It was an interesting comment he made one day about um, he prefers that world. He prefers to be in Minecraft than, really? the, than the real world. Gee. And for me, that was like, whoa. Yeah, that's like, full on. Full on. And I, I'm getting goosebumps now just thinking back about it. But having understand that understanding of where he was at and then relating it back to the real world um, – Anyway, watch the movie. It's a really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Great point. We we didn't want to fabricate what happened. We just thought, let's capture everything. This will either be an incredible movie about uh, an example (laughs) of what went wrong and what not to do, 
Well, um, I, I think you you know you just hit a point there. I think it's really important for our, for us to kind of get to as well is because you learned a lot for yourself, and that's why I asked the question because even though you know we you know you. Know, you guys are, you know, obviously wellness orientated and you have a particular lifestyle. And then all of a sudden you add a, a person who wasn't part of your family in a way um, into that dynamics. It changes everything. But like most health practitioners who would be listening to this show is that oftentimes uh, we project our values onto our patients or our clients or, you know, and because we think we know what's best. And what ends up happening is I think there's just great insight that you just learned there is that we need to we need to kind of get into their reality you know, the person's in front of us in reality and also be able to respect that and actually, you know, adapt to it. And I just congratulate you guys to, for able, you know, for you guys to be able to adapt to it through the process of this rather than just, you know, sticking to your values and actually finding out what's valuable for Liam. Absolutely. I guess the other thing I'll just add there is, um, you know, because we've lived this lifestyle, even though we weren't necessarily brought up that way, um, still, you, 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 what your current reality is, is that's, that's how it is for you. So when uh, parents are coming in, they're going, oh, my kids won't eat their vegetables or they won't drink their water. And for us, that's just, well, that's just silly talk, like just get them to eat the vegetables. But then when you actually have a real live child in your house going, I don't want to do that. I don't want to eat that. Um, so again, it, it, it brought us back to, I guess, what most of society is living like. And so for us to be able to relate then to parents and um, not just hearsay, but we've actually been through it and we've helped him transition. And it's a great point, you know, as much as we gave to Liam, we, we certainly received. You pretty much almost had a, um, a parenting immersion program yourselves. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> just fast forwarded a few years. Do you reckon that um, your experience with Liam has actually shaped the way in which you may continue to communicate with your own boys, your own children? I think definitely um, one of the the things that I had to do a lot of with with him was uh, some tough love, but also uh, relating things in his values, which was great, but then also giving him what he needed, not what he wanted. And I think um, understanding that principle as early as you can as a parent is such a great thing because otherwise you end up starting to love your children and show them love and affection um, in ways that doesn't necessarily serve them for the long run. Mm, Sure. Cool. Guys, I'd love to know, um, obviously this movie, this project um, has been a big toll on you, but also been a lot of life lessons in itself. What is the vision for it? What's your your vision for the movie? What kind of impact do you want the movie to make for the world? The, The impact that we want is that people actually stop. They watch the film and they stop and they actually think. They take a moment to reflect on the life that they're currently living and just to check in and go, is this what I want? It's not about um, people losing weight. It's not about, you know, a boy losing weight or obesity so much. It's about how disconnected we're getting with our body, our relationships and our world. And so for people all around the world, whether it is a school, a sporting group, a family, um, to actually sit and watch this and start discussing and making changes, that's our vision. Uh, we've already had reports from parents who came and watched the film at the premiere give it to their um, principal the next morning saying we need this in our school program. So there's some really exciting change that's already starting to, to ripple out from the premiere alone. So that's our vision. 
Kate, and it's awesome. It's such a great thing. I'm really excited about it for a number of reasons. One is that it continues a message of, uh, of food and nutrition and an approach to wellness and lifestyle that I've been preaching for years. So obviously, I'm behind you guys 100%. Is it going to be available for people to be able to watch or to broadcast? You know, will you know chiropractors like me and Lawrence and Brett be able to get groups along to other cinemas and hire that out and bring our practice members down so they can watch it as well? Or is it something that's going to have to get picked up somewhere else? How's it going to work? How do we get the message out to everybody? There'll, there'll be a, a number of ways. We, um, we've had requests literally globally to come and screen it as premieres. So we do have a bit of a whirlwind tour um, that's coming together. Uh, pencil in the 14th, Lawrence, for Perth. Okay. Uh, but once that's of done. June? Of June? Of June. Okay. To be confirmed, to be confirmed. <laughs> this is going out live here. <laughs> it's confirmed now. <laughs> confirmed, it's done, it's gone. Everyone's heard it. 20,000 yeah. 20, people have heard it. Bang, just like that. Done. It's 14th it. of June, Perth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, we, we've already had a lot of groups contact us, health professionals. And so on our website, we'll have a hosting option. We can literally just go, click on, you'll fill out some paperwork. Um, it'll get approved and then you'll get a pack. You'll, we'll help you promote it. Um, so, and it just at a really low cost so that, um, you know, what really hit me the other night and I, I was quite reserved as to what the impact of the film would be because when we had seen the final few cuts, you're sitting there kind of analyzing it as, Oh, did we get that message across the way we wanted? But sitting in that, uh, premiere world premiere the other night, um, you know, there's like 500, 550 people in the room, uh, and to see the emotion behind it both during people laughing, people crying while they're receiving this message. And um, it really hit me then, you know, this wasn't another facts and figures movie where you're going, oh, wow, wow, wow. People are really learning. And at the end, people are literally coming to us going, we, we want to host it. We want to put it in schools. We want to do this with it. So it, it's going to grow with a great groundswell. And so our, our mission is really just to help facilitate that um, so people can get behind it. We're also um, excited because we're putting together a, a school initiative and that is where that schools will be able to screen the film at no cost um, to, to use as a fundraiser, to use as creating awareness um, and making a difference with the families that they, you know, connect with every day in their community. So that's something that we're really passionate about. But for everyone else who isn't near an actual screening, it is available worldwide on June 4th for rental, download or purchase. So that's another way that you can get a hold of it. That's fantastic. Fantastic. I'm loving it. I'd love to know about um, how, what kind of impact, why is this film so important? I that's probably the best question. Why is it so important, um, this film is so important right now in this world? I, I think right now there's really, <clears throat> we're on a precipice. You know, there's certainly a shifting in consciousness and I think people are moving one way or the other. They're really getting totally immersed in the allopathic pharmaceutical model. Um, but there's also this massive movement of people, <clears throat> they're not happy with that. They're realizing it's not working. <clears throat> and so they're looking for means to do this. And again, what's really struck me having made this is documentaries like this, feature films are such a great medium for it. You know, it's 90 minutes of your time. You can walk away and immediately make some changes. You know, you don't have to read a book. You don't have to, you know, pay too much money necessarily. And it just really gives simple solutions that gets the ball rolling. 
and um, you know, progress is happiness. So as people are making little changes, that momentum builds. Uh, again, the community that's forming around it at the screenings <clears throat> gives a support network so people can really rally together um, like we used to as a tribe. I love it. I love it. And I think it's really important as a tribe that we do rally together because there's a lot of people singing the song of wellness, um, but a lot of people going their own separate ways. And an event like this, as you said before, when we're off air, is bringing people together. And and I love that. And, and our tribe will get stronger and the message will get out there. And all of a sudden, we're going to start to separate the industries. So we're going to go sickness care, good, great job, keep doing what you're doing. Crisis care, good, great job, keep doing what you're doing. And wellness care, which is chiropractic naturopathy, nutrition, it's all that sort of stuff, which is all healthful. Um, that's the stuff. And it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help to position us in an industry or in a place that's totally different to the sickness care and crisis care industry, which I love. Well done. Um, just wondering also, guys, with this, are you thinking of doing a sequel? If you had asked us that before we saw the finished product, the answer would have been absolutely no. (laughs) But uh, we actually have a few things in in the works. Uh, Our brains have been ticking nonstop and there's definitely something else on the horizon. We had hours, hundreds and hundreds of hours of footage and there were certain points we wanted to get across. At the end, there just wasn't space for it. So I think it's inevitable. I think there's a lot of growth off the back of this. Um, we've put together something called a reconnect challenge where people can literally log on for free, follow a 10 day process where they're building 10 daily disciplines. So there's a lot of work we want to put into that. So people aren't kind of left, uh, you know, feeling like, all right, I want to make a change, but what do I do now? Outstanding. Mm. So, great projects. Well, let's face it. It's probably not a, a sequel. You're probably thinking trilogy now, right? <laughs> and a prequel. <laughs> um, we got about uh, sort of about four minutes left. I would love to ask you this question. Um, you know, a lot of parents are listening to the show, and uh, I mean, we all see it around us. The the, the kids are getting bigger; they're getting unhealthier. Um, you know, do you think your, in your opinion, is it? Um, do you where where does it start? Does it begin with the parents? Does it begin with the kids? Does it begin as a, of society? That's a a great question. It's interesting with everything that's going on with the budget and things at the moment, we're talking politics. And and for me, I believe that it starts in the family and it really comes down to monkey see, monkey do. So if you're a busy mum or dad and you're coming home from work and you're exhausted and you flop on the couch and you turn the telly on, then we can't really expect much more from our children. And so I believe that if parents start taking uh, small steps, it doesn't have to be big steps, but if they start taking small steps and actually having that as a family making small steps, that's where the real change will come. We can't rely on, you know, big companies. There's, we're always going to have food companies coming at us with their latest advertising. We're always going to have the politics side of things. But really, ultimately, it's about parents choosing what's right for their family. And that's where I believe it starts. Great, great answer. So we um, just love to know also, too, with this movie, um, you want to get across to the world. Um, is there another aspect of that you didn't show in the movie that, you know, that was obviously missing that uh, you said there was possibly a sequel? There's other footage. What other aspects of um, this boy's journey would, would you like for him to see, uh, you know, hopefully 10 years down the road, what would you like his impact to be for the rest of the world or the rest of the you know, kids that are around who might be watching this movie now? What's the biggest impact that you want to get out, people should be getting out of this film? 
I, I just think the the fact that our, our body is amazing, you know, it is self-healing, it is self-regenerating, and just no one no one's put an owner's manual out there on how to look after it. And so if, if this can kind of serve as a real basic form of that to get people, as Kate said, to sit down either as a couple or a family and watch it and then have a discussion and go, great, we should really change that. And that's what's happening. People are going clearing their cupboards out, going, let's just chuck all that stuff out. We don't need that. Um, or sitting down as a community group or sitting down as a school and just realizing that um, who they are, it makes a difference, that they don't have to um, negate the responsibility. And, and as Kate said, put it on to Big Pharma or put it on to the food industry. That, that, that's irrelevant. The change will come from the grassroots. So that's... That's the big impact as far as what else I would have liked to have seen in it. Um, there's a couple of things around epigenetics, around um, the neuroplasticity of our body. I think that's where the next project will be, really exploring human potential um, so that people aren't copping out going, oh, I have a genetic predisposition for that. And I have no doubt that you know there's a small percentage of cases that that is significant, uh, but for people to use that as a scapegoat, um, I think there needs to be something out there that really nips that in the bud. And like Bruce Kate, yeah, Bruce Lipton stuff is amazing stuff. So, and and Kate's really appreciate. Um, first of all, I want to say congratulations for taking action on this, yeah. and so really, you know, changing the world because you're definitely going to create some massive ripple effects. And and I think a lot of the parents um, listening on the show and just people in general are going to be thankful that uh, you guys um, stuck it through and completed a project and getting it out there. So, thank you so much for uh, for doing so. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Guys, um, I'd love to know where where do people find out more information about this movie? Because by the end of this interview now, they're going to go like, okay, tell us where. Where do we go? Where, <laughs> where do we get the tickets from? Tell me. Where are you? <laughs> Give me 10. Awesome. Well, we have uh, our website is overfedandundernourishedmovie.com. And you can go there to pre-order the DVD, um, get information about hosting a screening or find out about screenings in your area. Uh, what's happening for us in this next week, we're screening in... In Brisbane on Monday which will be the 2nd of June and then we're also screening in Melbourne on Tuesday the 3rd uh, following we release worldwide on the 4th so there are two major screenings we will be also screening in uh, Sydney I think on the 20th of June as well so they're the major events that we have locked in at this stage but stay tuned if you, if you subscribe on our website you'll certainly be able to find out about everything else that's coming your way great and can they buy tickets online Yes, through through our website, you can buy tickets online. Our um, our world premiere was sold out four days beforehand. So if you are interested in coming, I really recommend that you buy your tickets beforehand. We had to turn uh, about 50 people away on the night because they just showed up. So we would hate for that to happen for you. Okay, so make sure once you go listen to the podcast, those, those guys, uh, make sure you go buy those tickets now. So go to overfed and undernourishedmovie.com. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Love your work. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Guys, go to our Facebook page. Go to uh, www.facebook.com slash The Wellness Guys or The Wellness Couch. While you're there, like us. Uh, go to um, their fa- Facebook page, Overfed and Undernourished as well, and like it there. And share this podcast with your friends, your families, and other strangers you think need a wellness update. Subscribe to us on iTunes. While you're there, leave us a five-star rating because that's what Brett, Damon, and myself love. Make sure you leave a comment there too as well. So until next week, begin creating wellness into your lives. Lead by example. And let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on The Wellness Guys Show. 
Hi, it's Damien Christoph here. It's less than 100 days until the Wellness Summit and we are jumping out of our skins to be with you at Crown Melbourne on Saturday, August 16 and 17, 2014. If you want to take your summit experience to a whole new level, then I urge you to join us as a VIP. This year, we have two VIP levels, not just one, two. We have gold and platinum. Both include front row seats, DVD recordings of the event, goodies from our speakers, intimate VIP-only time with the speakers, and massive vouchers, which can be used on future wellness couch events and products. To take your summit experience to the next level, go to www.thewellnesssummit.com. But be quick, VIP spots are limited, and they will sell out. See you at the summit. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.